0: This episode of Road, Dirt, the podcast is brought to you by Moto America, the North American Road Racing Association. Sanctioned by the American Motorcyclists Association, Moto America is the premier American road racing organization um, with uh, viewership across the United States on Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports 2, Mav TV, Eurosport now. And you can also subscribe and watch the races yourself through Live Plus. All of it is accessible at their website, motoamerica.com. We've already, they've already had a couple of races. At the beginning of the season here, they've started the season off at Road America up in Wisconsin, that famous racetrack up there. And uh, Road Dirt had two photographers up there for it. So check out our website, our write up on it at roaddirt.tv. You can see two articles that we highlight with photographs and everything. Uh, the first weekend of road racing, and Moto America will return to Wisconsin to uh, Road America toward the end of June. You can find out upcoming races in and around the uh, your area, maybe across the United States. Tickets that are available in which cities that the races will be taking place, um, as well as how to watch it live on the different channels that will be carrying the Moto America races and how to subscribe yourself and get uh, unbelievable amounts of race, current racing and archived racing through their Live Plus um, module that you can find on MotoAmerica.com. Well, on to the podcast. Welcome to Road Dirt, your podcast for RoadDirt.TV and Road Dirt Motorcycle Media, your down-home grassroots motorcycle brand, covering what we like to call the ride life. I'm Rob Brooks, your host. Thanks for tuning in. And um, I'd like to share with you an article by a guest contributor that we've recently made uh, acquaintance with. His name is Christian Pierce. And he recently sent us a piece called Life Happens. How many of us have heard that phrase before? Well, he adds a little bit of a twist to that uh, about the circumstances that keep interfering with our passion. And of course, in his case, like ours, that passion would be motorcycles. So this is Christian Pierce and his account of how life happens. We all have dreams and aspirations, But sometimes, no matter how hard we wish or try, life just happens, and plans get delayed for days, weeks, months, even years. In a world currently coping with a global pandemic and other chaos, I'm sure life is happening, so to speak, to a lot of folks out there right now as we try to take the appropriate steps to endure these trying times. So what are we to do? We could watch the news and obsess over the flood of information, or we could enjoy the solitude and find something to occupy our own time. For those of us in the automotive industry, whether that's cars, trucks, or of course motorcycles, spinning a wrench can actually be quite cathartic. In fact, I believe someone once referred to it as a moment of Zen. I don't know if I'd go that far, but focusing on the inner workings of a carburetor or a master cylinder usually helps me clear out all the noise for a bit. And like any gearhead, I've got bikes in varying states of repair that could always use a little time and attention in my garage. To be honest, some have needed attention for way too long, but like I said, life happens. Personally, though, I take solace in knowing distractions are a universal experience. Actor Jason Momoa, known for his roles in Aquaman and Game of Thrones, he addressed this recently when he posted a short film about this subject on YouTube. It's called Where the Wild Stomped In. As is often in the case, Momoa got involved in motorcycling at a very young age, buying a 1957 Harley-Davidson Panhead that he named Mabel, after his grandmother apparently, when he was 19 years old. He rode that bike like we all do in our youth until the tires wore off. Thanks to that bike, Mabel, he was now fully invested and looking for ways to feed his new addiction even further. He bought an old, broken-down motor, a Harley knucklehead engine apparently, and envisioned putting it back together one day. Instead, well, life got in the way. Life happened, and the motor sat while he got married, had kids, enjoyed a blossoming career as an actor, but he didn't give up. He just got delayed. At age 40, Momoa returned to that project, and with the help of some friends, He got that tired old motor running again, this time in a sidecar rig so he could enjoy it with his kids. Seeing that film again recently has been nourishing to my soul as I've sought inspiration to bring life back to motors that have sat peacefully in my garage for long enough that dust and cobwebs have overtaken the machines. 10 years ago, I bought a 2002 Suzuki Bandit 1200 and I purchased the bike for a single purpose. At the time, I typically rode sport bikes. I had Honda CBRs, Superhawks, Ninjas, and so on. But those bikes were not suited for the task I had in mind. You see, a couple friends were riding from the East Coast. I'm actually based in Atlanta. My friends were in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We all wanted to ride to Colorado Springs to a conference dedicated to motorcycle studies. So I wanted to go along, and I knew I needed a standard or a sport tour to make the trip more comfortable. While the Bandit was plenty powerful enough, the naked version left me exposed to the wind and the elements, and the oil-cooled engine um, would likely not enjoy the summer heat it would be forced to endure across the Midwest. But after taking the bike for a spin, I knew it was the right rig for me. So I bought that Bandit and I started prepping it. In the midst of readying the bike for the rigors of a long ride out west, I also made preparations for a parallel project on that trip. In addition to the cross country tour, I was also going to use the journey to create a photo diary of my travels. Now this wasn't gonna be just any simple journal because I planned on breaking out a small sign that would read, will you marry me? And with help from my riding buddies and local residents, I would take roadside photos as a means of proposing to my girlfriend, who in fact would be flying to Colorado Springs to meet me for the conference and had no idea what was going on behind the scenes. And so I rode that bike out to the Rockies and back on a mission. A few weeks after the ride, I presented the photo book to my girlfriend that outlined that trip and ultimately served as a a proposal of marriage as she flipped through the pages of me with that sign. And of course, if you were wondering, yes, she enthusiastically accepted. Thank the Lord, (laughs) we're still married to this day. And while other bikes have come and gone in and out of our collection, the bandit has stayed tucked away in the back of our garage. After being parked for a period of time, the carbs, of course, eventually varnished over and quite simply quit running because, well, you know, life happens. The bike got pushed into a corner and remained there for quite some time. After a couple of years of wasting away, I finally rebuilt the carburetors, but I didn't do a very good job of tuning them. While I wrenched on my bikes for a while, I knew only enough to really get myself in trouble. It was then I decided to enroll in a trade school and I got a degree in motorcycle repair. The classes proved eye opening to me, and I'm Uh, While I'm still more of a shade tree mechanic than really a skilled dealer technician or something, it's given me more confidence to fix my own bikes and problem solve as I go. The carbs on that old bandit got a second look and I rebuilt them again. But as I did, an overflow line in the fuel tank developed a leak and began pouring fuel out onto the ground. Once again, life happened. And the bike waited patiently for another time when I would return in december 2018 i got laid off from a job that i really loved from a company i would devoted more than 15 years of my life to with the stress of suddenly being unemployed i found refuge in that garage and the bandits leak finally got the attention it needed i cleaned out the tank resealed it but soon after i i found full-time employment and jumped back into the career with both feet Nearly back together, the bandit called to me every time I opened that garage door, but with other bikes to ride and other vehicles to drive, it was never priority. And of course, that's how projects go like this often, isn't it? They're not a priority until, well, you make them one. And then enter that thing called COVID-19. Given the stress of working from home, entertaining and educating our kids and supporting my wife as she does the same, I needed an escape. I needed something I could do at night or for a couple hours on weekends to get my mind off of everything else going on in this crazy world. The bandit was ready and waiting, so I prepped the tank, installed the pet cock and fuel gauge, replaced the associated gaskets, and ran the lines to the correct connections. With a new battery and a fresh tank of gas, it fired back up, albeit a little rough at first. But after a few adjustments, it settled down and I took it out for a spin for the first time in years. I'd forgotten how heavy that bike feels compared to the smaller sport bikes I'm used to riding, but I was proud of the accomplishment and proud to have it back on the road. Proud to see it rolling down the road after some much needed TLC. I started with a short test ride and then took it out for a longer excursion, which really brought back memories of that life-changing ride Ten years ago, I was I was brought back to all the stops I made along that way on that trip, asking folks if they'd take my picture while I held that sign. I was reminded of all the people who went out of their way to help me with those thoughts flooding back. I was excited to have the bandit bandit back on the road. But then, well, life happened again. The next day, I went into that garage and I found a puddle of fuel under the bike. (sighs) Ah. The diaphragm and the petcock had let go, and gravity caused fuel to drain into the airbox and out through the breather tubes. The fuel ruined that air filter and made a rather dangerous mess in my garage that required an extensive cleanup and a fair bit of fumigation. It also drained into the engine block, but thankfully, I caught that in time and replaced the oil before the situation got any worse. I was able to order a replacement petcock, a new air filter, a couple of needed gaskets, and those parts had just arrived and I was confident I'd have it up and running again by the weekend. Then, of course, life happened again. Yet, I take comfort in knowing I'm not alone. During daily walks through our neighborhood, I've noticed other folks resurrecting old automotive projects in an effort to get them roadworthy again. A few houses over from us, A neighbor is rebuilding an old Chevy Chevelle, and down the block someone is working on an old Ford Falcon. This pandemic and everything else in the world has been brutal from both the public health and economic standpoint. But the extended time at home has enabled us to focus, hopefully, on priorities and projects. Once we come through the other side of all this, we should be able to share the outcome of those projects with our friends and family. Personally, I'm looking forward to getting on that bandit again and making some new memories with this trusted old machine. Christian Pierce. Well, thank you, Christian. We appreciate your article, man. Hey, check it out at roaddirt.tv. Go on the website there and in the top slider, uh, look for Life Happens. We've actually got a bunch of the photos that he took all across the United States and back, um, several uh, photo galleries, one of which are a whole collection of the photos where he's in front of something out in the United States there somewhere along his route and holding that little sign that he carried with him all the way, Will You Marry Me? And uh, it's a cool story. You ought to check it out. You can also check out Christian um, at Christian Pierce. Dot me. That's Christian Pierce dot M E because Christian is a fantastic photographer. You can also find him on Instagram at motorcycle underscore prof. That's motorcycle underscore P R O F Christian Pierce dot M E is his website. Great photographer and a pretty darn good writer. We enjoyed this Christian. Thank you for sending it to us. Well, I hope you'll check out also our, uh, Our race coverage, we've got uh, the Moto America first two days, the Saturday and Sunday races and a couple of articles, and uh, we are glad road racing is back on. We love Moto America. We've been covering them for various publications um, for several years now, and I tell you what, road dirt loves racing of every kind, whether it's dirt, um, road racing, whatnot. We love it all. And, um, and we're thankful for Moto America partnering with us at RoadDirt.TV and for sponsoring this podcast. Hope you'll check them out and all the road racing action that's going on through, I want to say through November now. Some of the rescheduled races that they, had, that they had to reschedule and postpone from early in the season. You can check, the, check out their schedule as well as how to subscribe to Live Plus and find out their live broadcasts and everything at MotoAmerica.com. Well, you can check us out on social media, Road Dirt, dot t, road dirt tv. You can check out the website of course, roaddirt.tv, but on social media we have a Facebook channel, an Instagram channel, and a Twitter page, all of which are roaddirt TV. You can find those out there. Look us up on YouTube as well. We are populating a YouTube channel full of um, bike evaluations and other types of videos. Road Dirt TV. Again, just Road Dirt TV and you'll find um, everything we have going on out there on the interwebs. Well, thanks for tuning in. This is Rob with Road Dirt challenging you and encouraging you again to ride life.